Hey, best friends, thanks again for tuning in. I just wanted to remind you all that if you or someone you think would be a great guest on your best friendy done, you can fill out the Google form linked in the episode's description or on my Instagram at your BFE done. So check out the link and I will see you on the show. Welcome back, friends, to your best friendy Dunn, the podcast where each week I invite a new guest to become my new best friend. I'm your host, Dunn Levy, and on this week's episode, I invited my new best friend, Josh, to talk about video games, comedy, and our favorite bad movies. All right, let's meet our new friend. Please welcome to the show my new best friend, Josh. Joshua Josh. Josh. Josh, good. I mean, you can call me Joshua. I don't care. <laughs> You don't care. Okay, I'll call you Josh. No, I do care. Call me Josh. I'll call you Josh. Good. I'm glad you care. What is that behind you, by the way? I was meaning to ask you. The GR. Oh, it says Greg. Who's Greg? Uh, It's for a play I'm in. You're in a play? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. With It's uh, uh, our mutual friend Pat's play. Yeah. Yeah. I know about that play. It's the internet play. Wow. Greg. Yeah. And you're home right now. Where are you? You're in Brooklyn right now. Or no? No. No, I moved. I moved back to my um, parents' home upstate, or not upstate. I mean, it's upstate from the city. I'm in Putnam, which is oh, right cool. above Westchester. Yeah. Oh man, how's that been? How how long have you been there for? I've been here for well. So when COVID started, my lease was like ending, and I also lost my job at that time. So I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna move back home. Cause like, <laughs> I lost my job. My lease was ending. I also had COVID, so that wasn't. Yeah, I heard about but... that. Oh man. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, I um, the second COVID, the second I lost both of my jobs in the city, I was like, you know, I'm gonna go chill back home for like two weeks, ten days, maybe. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And I stayed there for three months. <laughs> it was crazy, yeah. but it was, it was pretty, pretty weird for a long time. Like I was definitely like, what the fuck am I going to do? How am I supposed to? When did you, when did you move to the city? Sorry. I, 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 I actually didn't know that. I moved. So I, I moved to New York like August, 2019. I got a job on the East coast for the summer. I was working at the O'Neill in Connecticut for the summer. And that brought me to New York. Yeah. So I was in New York from August, 2019. And then in March, shit happened, and then I went back home for a bit, and then came back in like June, and then has, have been been here since. Um, so yeah, I've been uh, been New York uh, like technically a year and a half, minus the few months that <laughs> I was home, and I've moved around, but I've only stayed in Brooklyn. So, yeah, that's I think that's when I first met you was like that first month I moved. To the city, Harry had like a show, and you performed yes. some song. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun. It was like everybody watching the show was also in the show too, so it was funny. It was definitely because it was like literally like week two of me being in New York, and it's like, oh, I'll check out the comedy scene, and <laughs> it was, it was. I just remember Jacob's whole bit was him just eating a like a can of sardines on the stage. Oh, do you remember that? God, yeah, I do remember that. I think I was with. 
Jacob when he was talking about it before the show yeah. happened? I believe I was hanging out with him. I don't remember. But yeah, I do remember. I remember what you're talking about. <laughs> Good times. Hopefully we can get back to the days of eating sardines on stage. Yeah, man. That's what I that's what I miss the most out of performing. I want to eat a bunch of <laughs> sardines on stage. You're not doing that in this new play that you're <laughs> No, actually you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna text pat i'll ask him if i could eat just some, some sardines it's it's comedy right i guess if they laugh then it's yeah. okay oh yeah but, you know josh let's say you know we're in covid times now but things are opening up you're vaccinated let's say you're at a party a future covid party outside socially distant and there's a group of people that you don't know and you have to introduce yourself to them how do you introduce yourself to all those people Oh man, how uh, I guess I just say, "Hey, uh, what's up? I'm Josh." Do I have to do a big? No, nope, you can just say, "No." Oh, I probably just I probably just say, "Hey, what's going on? How is it going? How <laughs> how are you today?" <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm very bad. I think I'm bad at uh, if I don't have like a friend with me who I like know. I think I'm not the best at introductions Mm -hmm. i feel i guess maybe i guess it depends on the people but like i do clam up and feel very shy but if i'm with a friend you know it's no problem like at least i have someone i know who i can work off of and feel comfortable yeah so i mean if it was just me i mean yeah i probably would just be like hey (laughs) uh hi (laughs) josh over here yeah yeah nothing too fancy i don't know I feel like I, I'm I the more that I ask people this question, it's always the same thing of like, well, if I was with a friend, I would just let them do all the work. But if I was by myself, I have no fucking clue what I would do because I <laughs> it's like That's it's hard. like in what situation would I ever be like by myself? I, th- I mean, I think it depends on like the social situation. Like if I'm seeing someone who I'm like, oh, this person's like so cool. Yeah. You know? Like if I have that image in my head. I'm gonna be like, oh no! But if it's like someone who I'm like, this guy's okay. Not that they're not they're not okay. Yeah, I'm like, I could do whatever in front of this person, and it'll probably work out okay. Mm -hmm. Which is probably the same for the cool person. But you know, in my head, I'm like, I don't know what I don't know what you want. Yeah, we're finding new ways to meet new people. It's like, uh, you know, we met uh, through this Discord chat. You know, there. But that's how I met. That's how I met you, Josh, through the internet internet friends it's crazy that i or i guess i have i've seen you once in real life uh and it was uh, yeah like two years ago i've never made internet friends before well i guess well now i have yes yeah it's a weird thing where like now people on that discord chat are like we're all gonna meet up in person maybe this weekend in new york even some of them i honestly and this is on me it's like i'm not really sure what everybody like actually looks like on the Discord, because it's just like we have our little emojis are just like random things. Also, like some of the people who are from like we have people from LA in this Discord, and I've never met any of them in real mm-hmm. life. Or, well, I mean, some of them, like the ones that move there, I've met in real life. But like some of them, I've never met in real life, and I only know like what their faces look like. I don't know anything else, mm-hmm. and even their faces, I've like barely seen. So it is gonna be like very interesting to be like oh this is this is you not that i 
I, I don't know. Not that I, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen a whole person. I've only seen a head. Yeah. There's a lot more to the person than just the head. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. What if we all hate each other if we see each other in person? What if it's I like... Know. I know. I'm like, oh, what if this is the no, worst? It's a bad idea. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but who knows? Maybe it won't it won't be the same magic as being on the Discord. It's like, there's a lot of people on it, and I will I will get confused, and I, I will need, like, name tags. I will need, like... I think we might be... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, who, who's, who's who? Who's who, but not our actual names, but the names that are on the Discord. Like, you would be... What is yeah. your name on the Discord now? Pooh? No, that's uh, not you. I think I... No, that's Jake. Mine is, um... I think it's Tony Soprano wearing a beret. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. There's a lot of Tony. Mine is uh, Ariana Grade Sex still. <laughs> and it's purposely spelled incorrectly. Um, Like, Grade X. Grades. Ariana Gra- Grad... Grads... Grades X. Grads X. Like, her yeah. X. But it's spelled incorrectly because of uh copyright issues and a photo of pete davidson <laughs> yeah. her lawyers are they're pissed at you yeah well so i am her ex yeah. so you but you I, you did a lot of comedy in the city how did you start doing that like when you were or i guess what what were you doing like while you were before pre-covid times uh i started doing comedy i went to an open mic when i was in high school when i was like 17 and i didn't do it you know very much i did it a little and then um, after my f- freshman year of college, I took my first improv class because I was in co- like freshman year of college. I was like, I don't want to because when I was younger, I really wanted to be a comedian. But then I think oh, I bombed really hard in high school, like had a horrible. Bomb. Yeah, I, I bombed real hard. And I was like, I'm not I'm not doing comedy ever again. I'm serious now. And freshman year of college, I was like like i was very much like i have to be a serious actor and then i think i was looking up online like how can i get better and i saw that like improv helps loosen you up or whatever so i was like okay i'll take a class so i took a class freshman year and then i really liked it a lot and was like oh okay i really want to keep doing this so then i did more improv i started doing stand-up again and you know now we're here fucking seven years later or Uh. six years later i had it so that i would like stuff my classes on like the first few days Mm -hmm. of school or on the first few days of the week and then like i would try to sign up for like if i had a weekend class and then i also had to work because i had to pay for classes yeah it was just yeah and you did the whole like uh, ucb thing yeah yeah um i did that after i graduated college like i didn't really do comedy until like my senior year of college did the whole ucb la thing and like you know did the like try to you know figure out what the comedy scene like is in la and it was uh really interesting because there's a lot of people who are really dedicated to it and really were like focused on it and then other people who are just kind of like doing it because they you know thought that it was something they needed to do, but it wasn't like something they wanted to do. So it's a lot of like, oh, like yeah. actors, you know, kind of like, you know, I'm like, I'll pay all this money and hopefully I'll be on this Herald team. And they were just, we're not good. Um, you know, <laughs> just straight up like, and you're just not, this is not for everybody thing. Like there's a lot of actors I met who are like, you know, I'm, I'm a serious actor, but like the, you know, to let myself loosen up, I, I do some stand up. <laughs> Do I do a little comedy here and there. I take some classes yeah. here and we, 
we do comedy, you know, this it's for my reel or whatever. I know. It, it wasn't as fun, I'd say, uh, until when since college. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I, I had real, like, uh, I felt so, I mean, for the first few years in New York when I was doing it, I felt so, uh, lonely just because I felt like nobody <laughs> wanted to be my oh, friend. Oh, no. Uh, just because, I mean, I was shy. It, it was, and it was just like, yeah, it's just hard. And then I met, uh, you know, after a while, you meet people. Is that how you met Patrick through like comedy stuff? Yeah, Pat. Pat was probably uh, honest. Oh man, I, I'm gonna give a lot of credit to Pat, but uh, Pat, Pat was Pat was probably the first. That that was the first time I ever really felt accepted in any sort of scene. Was when I met Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was real. I don't know. It was really nice because I, I, I think uh, I think a lot of it was also like, you know, Pat was like the first. I mean, he's older than me, but like yeah. he was the first person I knew that was relatively close to my age. I, you know, he's a nice guy. We both know Pat. He's mm-hmm. um, and then meeting all of those people like the Sarah Lawrence people, I finally felt like, OK, like here are people that, mm-hmm. you know, more or less came from a similar background. Like we all went to art schools. We all in New York. um you know, we're all similar age. We're all, everybody's nice. Everybody's funny. And it felt, after that, I felt like more open to talk to more people. Mm-hmm. And I felt way better about all of it. I mean, I, you know, it's, I don't feel great about comedy all the yeah. time. And I'd be lying if I said I did, but it definitely helped. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's always good to find that. I feel like Pat is he's like him and that crew are like, one of like some of the most supportive people you can meet especially in new york because like the people that are watching the shows or people coming to your things are also the ones are your friends they're people in it who just are there to like kind of support you and patrick is always good with that it's difficult it's tricky um yeah but yeah it's not it's never good for a long period no there's always something that has to happen that makes you be like fuck yeah what am i doing i mean i guess now it's like so up in the air but are you like planning on doing more of it like come back to the city or you i mean i i don't know i'm doing shows online right now and stuff which is fun and and they i mean if i'm being completely honest at first i hated them and now i think i've maybe maybe it's because i've gotten used to them but like i do like them more Mm -hmm. now uh once you you know started to think about it and like uh oh this is just the same thing but we're just on zoom more or less yeah um and I, I it's fun uh i mean right now i think my first thought is less about doing comedy and more about seeing friends of mine yeah like that is the biggest thing that i want right now i mm-hmm. feel so i mean i'm in you know i don't really see many people because of where mm-hmm. i am it's not like i'm you know in the city and can just go next door to see somebody or something like yeah that. but like yeah, I don't know. I just I miss people more than uh, comedy, and I'm sure at some point, you know, that'll probably change. But yeah. for right now, I'm just like, <laughs> I want I want friends. I want friends too. I feel the yeah. This I yeah. feel like we we lack that human interaction is so yeah. important. Um, even if it's like two seconds or one person, I like forget. Like I genuinely forgot at some point this year, like in quarantine, like what it was like to just like engaged in person i don't know it's like it's always it's like a little bit more awkward over zoom or phone call even on the discord too i'm like 
you know, this would be great if we were all in the same room, you know, wouldn't be oh, wonderful. Sure. Um, but yeah, I definitely, my priorities right now are really, uh, and for a long time, they were like friends, hang out with friends, find a job came sad, <laughs> which is, which is kind of been, uh, difficult. Even with this podcast, you know, I've never, I've never recorded this podcast in person with another person. And I want to change that soon. I wonder what that's going to be like. I've done everything through Zoom virtual, you know, which has wow. been. Are you do- you're double vaxxed? Yeah, baby, I've been double vaxxed since March. You double vaxxed? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I t- today actually is today Thursday. No, today yeah is- Thursday. Yeah, today's Thursday, right? Yeah. Today I am inoculated. This yeah, is- baby. It's been my two. Come weeks on over. here i come come. he's coming next door (laughs) yeah i guess yeah that's the thing too like today i walked outside and like because they're you know it's nice outside cdc is like you don't really need a mask if you're outside and no one's around you and so i you know out of habit at this point i'm always wearing a mask but i you know was a little naughty and didn't wear the mask just kind of walked around bad boy bad boy and then i went inside to like a bagel shop and put put on the mask (laughs) put it back on Uh, but i had it out so like it was like my like shirt pocket so people would see that i had so i wasn't like being an asshole oh i don't know no i no i totally feel you i'm i'm like it's interesting because like i know for me and i this is no judgment this is just for me right personally like i i i now feel bad going outside without a mask so like if i don't have one like Mm -hmm. even though right now i probably don't need one but i like keep it on because i'm like (laughs) i hope people (laughs) yeah They'll take a photo of you and put it on Twitter. Yeah. Be like, yeah, this kid, people are gonna, yeah, they're gonna cancel me. And they're gonna cancel you. Yeah. Sir, the nose, the, the mask goes above the nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, keep my, I always wear my mask under my nose because I'm a fucking scumbag. <laughs> yeah. It's that's to me is like in back, you know, in the old and when everybody was wearing a mask. Like, that was a thing that somehow, like, got me more upset than, like, not oh, wearing a mask. I agree. So, I'm like, like, if you're, if you're, <laughs> if you're doing that, just don't wear a mask. Like, just don't wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it was it, a lot on the subway. That was, people did that a lot. Like, where they would wear the mask, but they're like, you know what? It makes total sense. I'm crowded in a room full of people underground with no ventilation. I'm just going to, just going to lower it a little bit. I'm just going to take it off here. It makes sense. <laughs> Freaked me out. But now I don't have to necessarily, I don't have to really worry about that because i guess i don't know uh because we don't have to get covid and i guess since you had covid um it sucks i guess you're like fully like very protected yeah uh, i guess i don't know does it uh, i um, i've always I, i've never asked about like i'm assuming it stacks like that but i'm not entirely yeah i guess the vaccine helps like you can't get the vaccine while you have covid or if you just had covid because then you'll get like really sick or it won't work yeah i guess you're like super protected yeah um you know maybe you've been super protected this whole time feels good it was interesting because i was like because there was so much like information like oh if you had it you're not going to get it again and then people were like well actually we don't know (laughs) there was like a there was like a month where I was like, yeah, I feel awesome. Like, I'm good. And then, and then it came out that you could get it again. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but it's all, all, all those people who are like, they're like, I don't need the vaccine. I already had it. You know, like, I'll just get this thing and it'll be over with. You know, I'd ra- <laughs> just like, would you rather be sick for two weeks 
and potentially give it to somebody who could die from it or just like get a vaccine where you're chilling for like you get sick for like 24 hours for like a day yeah or a day not even that's free that's down the street i mean i guess it's different for people i didn't feel any symptoms post-vax like i didn't feel no. bad i had horrible diarrhea which well <laughs> sam was telling was saying was a symptom so maybe but uh, maybe sure yeah <laughs> that could be from the vax it could be from the all the cheese and the, the stuff you ate leading up to it yeah. yeah it could be from the microchip yeah a show about our favorite things whether in pop culture music tv book meme comedy song dance piece <laughs> sure um josh what uh what thing would you like to share or bring to the to our new best friends to our friends here on the podcast uh i've, I've been <laughs> I mean, I talk about it on the Discord a lot, and I feel like I'm getting insufferable at this point. But I love uh, – I've been playing this game called Nier that I'm having a blast playing, and I really yeah. just I'm, – I'm excited you asked me to do this because it lets me freely talk about it. Wait, a video game? That's that. a first. I didn't even mention that in the list. Can I not talk about a game? No, no, please do. Please do. This is a first. This is well, – you're. this is history being made. I thought about other shows No, no. Too. You can okay. – no, talk about the video game because history is being made right here. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've uh, been having a blast playing it. Um, yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. It's it's real. Uh, it's real cool. It's 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 uh, like for the first half of the game, you feel like you're a good guy, and then for the second half of the game, it feels it's more complicated than that. Like you're more of a villain, if anything. I don't know. It's it's. I've never. I feel like I haven't played too many games that have made me feel bad for playing them in like a good way, I guess. Wait, what is this game? What is this on? What is the background of this? It's on the PS. I, th- I don't feel like I've heard you talking about this. This is a first for me, so. Okay, great. It's on the, uh, <laughs> it's on the PS4. It's a remake of a 2010 game. Uh, the, uh, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's like you play as this guy who I don't think there's like a canonical name, but most people refer to him as Nier, which is the title of the mm-hmm. game. And he is like, uh, he like is a like you play as him and he his sister has like a sickness that you're trying to find a cure for before she like, you know, dies. Um, mm-hmm. and the first half of the game is you like trying to find these like specific like spells because it's a it's like a magic it takes place in the modern world where like magic has crossed over into our world and basically brought forth like the downfall of like civilization like life is like whoa i think it's like the bleakest view of magic i've seen in (laughs) a lot of media where it's like yeah, I don't know. I feel like most stuff is like magic is awesome, and in this game it's like, well, actually, it's it killed everyone basically. <laughs> oh, Towards the end of the game, I mean, you save your sister, but the disease that she has is due to like 
the incompatibility of like the uh souls with the people like once the souls are gone the people slowly start to the shells slowly start to die so when you save your sister you've really doomed everyone and everyone yeah. is just gonna slowly die a horrible disease death i don't know it's bleak it's like you think you get a happy ending but then you and this is your it, and it's this like is, oh no <laughs> and this is your favorite video game of all time no. I don't think so, but it is uh, it is up there for sure. I've been real obsessed with it. Um, yeah. Are you obsessed with the gameplay, or is it more like the story? Like, what about it is I think, uh, obsessive about? I mean, the story is like the big thing that draws me in more mm-hmm. than anything. The gameplay's fun. I like the gameplay. It's not like mm-hmm. the best gameplay I've ever played, but it's not the worst. Sure. Um, but I think the story is just so compelling that like... Well feel drawn back in i I recently i mean i my history with video games is weird because i as a young kid loved video games i had a gamecube i had a wii i played all the time and then later in high school i was like kind of petered out and then college didn't play single minute and then it was like not it was like not until i like like moved back in with my parents post-grad that i found myself like home alone for winter break once like christmas break my parents were out of town i was home alone and i was bored and lonely and just impulsively was like fuck it had the money bought a ps3 from best buy bought spider-man with it and was like let's see what the fuck this is about and like did not leave i would like i put it in like uh like tv room or whatever and did not move from that couch for two weeks now just like play spider-man god of war red dead redemption like a really like just game i just literally typed online like good ps3 games yeah um and played all those the classics just like front to back red dead redemption took me Ooh, i still think i don't think i've ever beaten it but i it's it's like reading a big book you know and i'm always like i i kind of i mean i know a lot of people don't like those types of games but i do enjoy like games Mm -hmm. that give me like a very cool story and as long as the gameplay is like somewhat fun that's like enough Mm -hmm. for me if it like sucks then like i don't know but if it's like an enjoyable game to play and the story is cool like yeah i'm in it you know yeah i feel like i was really interested in the story in red dead like that's what kind of like it's accessible like there are parts of it where i was like i was like less interested in like doing all the things in it and more like how you know trying to get to the end of the story which is weird because now they're like making video games that feel like kind of like your your game where it's like they're really focusing on plot you know it's really like a movie you know it's like a really well put together thing yeah it's crazy well my i mean my game came out in 2010 and was like an underrated an unknown gem it was like you know it had a cult following until the sequel came out like three years ago, which I haven't played at all, but I hear is amazing. Uh, and then the remaster of that game, the the one that I'm playing right now is a remaster of the original game. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's been really fun. But wait, are you, do you not, do you game at all now or no? You don't? Well, I, can, I don't have anything to game with. I have my laptop. <laughs> uh, I t- we keep making this joke in the discord that I don't have Fortnite. I can't play Fortnite. I have like an account and everything, but I can't play it on the Mac. Cause I don't have room, but also like apparently there's a thing where yeah, with iOS big, you can't do big case right now. But when I did play the PS, when I had my PS3, you know, I played Fortnite quite a bit, and it's 
again, it was like I feel like video games are more fun when you play. Like I like the games like Smash Brothers or like Mario Kart, where it's like games that you play with other people. And Fortnite, it just seems like a way more fun game if I'm playing it with people I know. So I play by myself, not as fun. So yeah, but I, I hopefully maybe um, I can get that PS3 down to New York, or maybe Sam will get a Switch. I can convince Sam to buy a Switch that I can I just mean, use. Cool. Yeah. I would love to play that. Um, but yeah, I just I just love the all the friends that I made in like middle school were all just met little boys who like just played. Video- like I would just go just to people's games. houses and yeah. we wouldn't talk. We would just play video games. <laughs> we would play Smash Brothers, like brawl all the time. Yeah, I never, when I was younger, I didn't really, um, like a lot of my friends were like Xbox people and I had PlayStation, so I never played anything with them online. Like this Discord has been the first time that I've ever really played with friends online. There was a Smash Brothers club in high school that I would go to. I mean, it was a gaming club, but it it was Smash Brothers club. We would play Smash all the time and that was it. Mm-hmm. And I would go to that in high school, and that was very fun. But and that, but that was like the most uh, experience I had playing with other people, really. Um, Friends, it was weird because like my house, I played like GameCube and I had like Nintendo, Mario, like lighter games, and I go to my friends and they play like Halo, Call of Duty, like yeah. really intense shooter games that like I think my mom like was like, I don't want him playing that. I don't want him looking at that, you know. <laughs> And I get traumatized, you know, watching it. I remember I had a friend. It was like a big part of my social life as a kid was connecting with friends by talking about video games. Like World of Warcraft was a big one. Um, I got my mom to to get me that game just so that I could talk to my friends. Oh, <laughs> friends. Yeah. I didn't even like it. But at the time, I was just like, <laughs> every all the kids are just won't shut up about World of Warcraft. Well, my um, some of my friends were into uh, fucking RuneScape when I was a kid. Like, oh yeah, I, I got a free account just so I could play with them, but that mm-hmm. was it. I didn't like play at all, so I totally yeah, cool. yeah. For Club example, Penguin, damn Club Penguin. I never played Club Penguin. I played. I was a Toontown boy. I did play. I was Toontown a Toon. Oh, I was a Toontown a boy for sure. Yeah, yeah. Toontown was the shit. Toontown, I think, was like the first like 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 the first like video game I played. You know, like oh, yeah. the first like like thing where it's like this oh i'm interacting game. with people yeah. and it would cra- it was so laggy sometimes like it would crash my computer my mom's <laughs> computer sometimes uh but it was so worth it man we worked pokemon was another big game i played a lot pokemon ruby oh man um, love yeah love that yeah i had an emerald but it was weird because it just became a thing where i was like i did like playing them but it was also like this is the thing that i um can connect to this person with Oh, yeah, I used to even have I have friends. I mean, we have friends who still like talk, play Pokemon. Oh yeah, we still play World of Warcraft seriously. I mean, yeah, yeah. I remember like with Pokemon, I would go to my friend Michael's house if I needed like a boss. I needed to like defeat a, like a gym or something, and he had all these Pokemon books that just like teach you that like just have all the answers. Okay. And I would hand it to Michael, and for two hours straight, he would just be playing on it, like looking at the book, and I would just do like watch him do this. Like for a play date, I would just watch my friend Michael fucking just like it was like going to a doctor or something or like a vet or you know like handing it to him. He's like fixing it for you. I mean, I totally like I get that. You know, I watched I I literally watched uh, our friend Jake in the Discord. I watched him play all of 
Resident Evil 7 very recently just because I was we were hanging out and I was just yeah. like, okay, I'm just gonna uh yeah. What do you what do you usually like what's your like go to now playing when you like go play video games? Or I guess is it that game or is that Oh oh do you mean like genre or do you mean like in terms of what I'm playing right now? Like what are you playing right now? Oh, I mean I've been playing a lot of Nier. I, I've been switching yeah. between Nier I mean Fortnite. Uh oh, <laughs> I've yeah. been playing fucking uh i've been playing a little crash bandicoot mm-hmm. and... oh crash is great crash is oh, another classic oh, crash is so fun and i was playing the new tony hawk oh and then i've been i've been playing a game with my friend called it takes two which is like a real fun platformer that i've been i think i've heard of it super into it's it's uh yeah i don't know it's great it's fun. i think i've always been better at like rpgs and like uh like both rpgs and action rpgs are like and platformers are probably the games that i like obsess over and will like play for a while like i'll probably finish crash after i'm done with this or something like that oh yeah which crash is it i'm playing the the remaster the one that's a it's like a remaster of the first three crashes oh whoa and i beat one and two and i'm on three right now i'm pretty much almost done with three i just stop one is legendary one they're all really hard that's the thing that i remember about crash really well was like it's super fun but so i could never beat it i don't think i've ever beaten a crash game i mean one is like difficult i was yeah it's legendary. once i once i beat one and went on to two like two and three have been a fucking piece of cake compared to one i was like oh this is oh this is great yeah two and three i'm having a fucking blast on I mean, one I was having fun on, but one is, like, tough at times. And it's, like, weird because two and three, it feels like there's a steady progression of, like, getting harder. Whereas one, mm-hmm. like, you'll play the easiest level ever, and then the next level is just the hardest level you've ever played in your life. <laughs> and it's just, like... Yeah, it's just, like, it doesn't feel like he, the easy. character, like, the gameplay, it's, like, built to, like, beat these levels. Like, what is yeah. he? He, like, runs around, jumps, and then he spins around to attack people. And that's it. Like, and then these levels you're dealing with, like things that shoot at you, like levels where you have to jump across things that are massive. I mean, I think the hardest thing about all three for me is breaking all the boxes. Like, I don't oh, have yeah. to do that, but I feel, <laughs> I feel like I need to do it. You need exactly. It's yeah. like you get that number at the end of the level. It's like sixty-five percent. It's yeah. like you want I'm that a like, hundred. Yeah. Fuck you. Everyone, fuck you. Yeah, I definitely prepared. It definitely was a game where, like, another game where, like, I would go to a friend's house and they would just beat it for me, or, or the friend would come over and they would beat it for me. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's how I bonded. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> nice. Thank you, sir. I'd pay you for your services. Yeah. Um, I played a lot of Sonic, too. Was like, Sonic was less hard, but that was a game where I spent a lot of my time playing with him. And I think games like Sonic and Crash, like, led me to play harder games. Like, it trained me for, like, Cuphead or oh, something yeah, i've been playing that's the game i've been playing a lot too now oh do you have well, it on getting, your computer yeah oh yeah it's like literally choreographed levels like every single moment of yeah once you know the level you you have to like move in a certain way move in a certain direction like everything is planned to beat it you oh, can't yeah. just like go in and just kind of do it differently oh, so yeah. that game is definitely um so very hard i feel like um in the future uh, kids will be uh, it'll be like part of school curriculums or something oh, Maybe. oh games yeah I mean yeah. I, hope, I mean that'd be sick 
everyone's gaming in middle school for <laughs> but computer time computer class was the best class always damn i i liked computer class i think i liked music a lot when i was a kid but yeah yeah because you i remember you you sang you you like sing I, right i mean yes i i sing when i was in uh middle school and high school i played the saxophone and that was oh really Mm-hmm. Oh. do you still play the saxophone i mean i'm i'm okay like if, if you gave me a saxophone and was like read this music i could probably play you know that's 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 more than i can do <laughs> uh i'm probably a little rusty I, I don't think i was great in high school and middle school but i definitely wasn't like okay or bad like i felt like i was i was good i felt like i was good and i feel like if i got a saxophone again i could like play it and not feel too mm-hmm. worried i guess yeah yeah that's yeah because i remember the the show that i saw you in uh that one time in new york you sang a song i was like how did you get into saxophone why saxophone how's the well in third grade i don't know if you had this but in third grade we were all forced to play the recorder oh uh, yeah definitely yeah uh and i i liked i liked the recorder and i just looked up which uh instrument was the most similar to recorder <laughs> and <laughs> it was either clearly. that or clarinet and i was oh, like yeah damn sa- sax is like the cool guy instrument though so then i yeah started doing sax although i kind of wish when i was younger i learned piano that's like my biggest yeah. music regret like uh, would have helped me in so <laughs> so much i want to do i've been so cool yeah especially for yeah. comedy stuff i le- my parents like made me do piano and bass guitar and oh, i did you know? as a kid i was young and now i don't i like quit it because i was like I, I was like this isn't important i don't need this yeah um and now i completely regret have you ever been in a band uh no um there was i mean this is I don't know there was there was this thing i've never been in a band there was this thing at my high school that was like a rock concert that you would try out for and then you would like perform for everyone in school and i got into that senior year of high school but i've never been in like a traditional or no i got in junior year i got in junior year for saxophone and i got in senior year for uh singing uh and that was yeah but i've never been in a band like traditionally yeah definitely good for comedy you know oh yeah do you ever do a comedy music show like musical i mean that is comedy that's like basically what i do like the show you saw me at like i do a lot of music or when i when it was live you know i was doing a lot of music comedy i mean now not so much just because it's kind of hard for that to translate in like a zoom space i mean i could probably record myself but that just feels right like now get the guitar than i want to do no no no, no. <laughs> um but like yeah when i was live i was doing a lot of music comedy and that was how i felt good just because like i i mean i was doing normal stand-up for a while and like i love you know i love stand-up but i think it for me it just wasn't it wasn't fun and then once i added a little music to it it felt way more fun for me at least and i think it i think it translated better i don't know it felt like i mean i'm not saying i crushed every show because i didn't but i think uh people 
did seem to like it more because it seemed like I enjoyed it more. I guess. Yeah, it's probably made you more comfortable on yeah. stage too. Yeah. Something you can do. Yeah. Um, and people like I love that whenever I see or when I did see a stand-up show with a guitar or somebody like even if they were like rapping or something. <laughs> I mean, I've I've written a bunch of pilots. I've written more pilots than I've ever written. Oh wow. In my life really in like a short amount of time I guess. But I think like the I I think like it's interesting cuz I've written a bunch of pilots but then I also feel like I don't want to fucking do anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Yeah. The trade-off with this time right now. Like I feel compelled to be creative. And some days it like clicks and I'm like, "Yes." And then other days I'm like, "What the f- why am I doing this? Yeah. What the fuck am I doing with my life?" Yeah, it's so it's hard out here for artists now. I definitely feel the same thing where like there's like times where I was like the other night I was like I wrote like a page of some I don't know if I want it to be like a movie or like a book or something, but I was like so creative. I was like, yeah, and then I looked at it the next day and I was like, the fuck is this? Like what yeah. is the point of Why did I do this? <laughs> what what was the point of who is this for? I guess yeah. it's for me, but um that's cool that you write pilots. Are you do you wanna like write for tv is that something like you yeah i mean i'd like to make a show at the end of the day yeah i think it's like the big uh the big goal you know Mm -hmm. something that feels personal and uh fun for people to watch and enjoy you know i want to make like a kid's show more than anything that'd be awesome but why why um why do you want to make like a kid's show uh i don't know i think i just like those shows more i feel like uh, not that they're always nice because i have seen some very bleak kid shows that i enjoy a lot but i do think it is like a very cool like um i don't know it's it's just those shows are very fun like you're encouraged to get imaginative about worlds and stuff like mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of kids shows that have been tackling more adult themes recently and that's becoming like a more widespread thing and i also just i mean i think animated kids show is what i want i love animation and i think like that's just like some of my favorite shows growing up you know were animated kids shows and i think um i want someone else to have that uh show for them that they are like this was like an important part of my childhood i mean i don't want to fucking not like i don't want to be like I gotta make a show that changes lives. Like, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. like that, but that yeah. is also kind of what I want. So, well, yeah, I mean, that comes naturally if you're passionate about it. So, yeah. like, if you know, yeah, I definitely feel like there is a shift. I mean, do you mean like kid show in terms of like, is it like more like adventure time type of kid show or like, I, I mean, if I'm like, being honest, song? I would love to do a Sesame Street too. Or like, so, oh, yeah. Like, I like Ses- like Sesame Street also changes kids lives you yeah know? like it, it yeah. teaches them very valuable lessons yeah. when they're young and like that is what i enjoy a lot i don't know everything but i can at least talk about certain things that i feel helped me growing up mm-hmm. which is what i want to teach people i guess but then also like yeah i love like the adventure scope like the scope of like adventure time or like steven universe or like infinity train like shows like that or like um been watching hilda which has been great oh yeah i've heard about that i've been watching um man what else have i been watching 
uh, like yeah, like shows like that that have been really fun, or just a dumb show. Like when I was a kid, Ed and Eddie was probably one of my favorite shows. Oh yeah, and that show's so stupid, but I love how dumb it is. I also yeah. don't think any cartoon has used sound effects as fun as Ed and Eddie does. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, like, I love that about that show. That that's just something that I take. Away. Like, I watch that show and I'm like, this is the best. These are the best sound effects I've ever heard in a cartoon. Like, I like that. That's something that I can take away from a show. Weirdly enough, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I have to watch rewatch that show because that show that and like Courage the Cowardly Dog were like the two big ones oh, for yeah. me. Both of them kind of scared me as a kid, but I. I mean, Courage tells dark storytelling too. Yeah, I mean it's for kids, but it is like. You know, there were episodes that scared the pretty, shit out of me. Pretty terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't make that show now. <laughs> it would not not be green lit. There's like some pretty <laughs> scary visual stuff too. Oh yeah. In that show. But also but I I couldn't look away. Like as a kid, like I was like, Yeah, okay, I'm scared, but like I think that's okay. You know? Yeah. It's okay to yeah. be a little dark. Oh yeah. I think that's okay. We can push the limits, you know, with children. Yeah. And now we've learned with especially with like, you know, even with like Adventure Time or like Edit and or like you know, like those are shows that like kind of push the boundaries a little bit of like what is acceptable for kids to watch, you know, where yeah. it's like because they're obviously like a lot of these shows like their parents are watching it with them. So like they got to make it somehow entertaining for parents for as well. Parents now. Too, yeah, yeah so I mean, it's interesting just... to think like Adventure Time like has such a huge following among like adults, like, you know, when yeah. I was a kid, I don't think. I mean, probably the only show that might have done that was, like, Avatar that I can think of off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, it's, it's just cool. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Avatar 2. Samurai Last Jack. Avatar. Oh, Samurai Jack, Samurai Jack. Have you seen the newest season? Yeah. That, like, the most recent. Of course, recent I, love, I love that season. Ooh, it's dark. It's cool because it's, it's amazing because it's very clearly, like, for people who, like, grew up watching it and were, like, yeah. kids and now are, like, legitimate adults. I think it's, like, literally that jump. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was like, on. It aired on Adult Swim. Like they were yeah. like, "This is for adults now." <laughs> this is Adult Swim stuff, but it was like yeah. clearly like kids were watching it. You want to do, but it's cool that you want to write at least for like kids shows and stuff, and yeah. like make your own kids show where it's like the kids get the story, but the parents get the jokes. You know? Yeah, they get a little something out of it. I mean, like, yeah, like uh, I mean, as memed as it is, like Shrek and Shrek Two are like two of my favorite animated movies ever. I mean, yeah. especially Shrek Two. I think like. It's it's just uh, it's a timeless. I watch it, I watch it pretty much every year because I think it's mm-hmm. so good. It's like emotionally very satisfying. It's funny. There's like, yeah, I think of the I need a hero scene all the time. Uh, such a great scene. It's, it's so also good. like there's little jokes and bits in there that I just went over your head as a kid. That like watching oh, yeah. it now, I'm like, this is so dirty or this is yeah. so yeah. deep. Yeah. Like this is so great. Perverted. Yeah. This is perverted, but it's also like all these pop culture references that are like not dated at all, and still, yeah. uh, like, and the animation is great too. You know, what I mean, and they've got songs in there. You could do a another Shrek that would be amazing because it's like it's only became better, got better over time. Yeah, you know? like I guess anime is a good example of that. Where yeah, anime. I think anime is perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Bojack. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. like a, I love that show. I think it talks about. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it. It's like mm-hmm. it's very heavy. It, it it talks about very very serious shit, but it's still, you know, they got fucking visual gags every episode that are just some of the dumbest jokes you've ever seen. 
Nice. I really like that. In a show. It, it was. I watched it in quarantine, and it was. It got hard to like binge because I was like, "This is so oh, heavy. Like, yeah. this is so I would depressing." Never like that show. Ooh, because I had never seen it. I seen like the first two seasons, and I was like, yeah. "This is." It's like the first two seasons. Like, it's it got some dark humor in it, but it's not sad. But then it like, yeah, it was tough to watch it. I like had to give myself a little bit of a break in between, yeah. and then that last final season was so intense and so yeah much <laughs> but so good split it into two they split two because they were like they they knew they did a full like sopranos finale where they're like we oh, know yeah. this is good but we have to try <laughs> yeah. which sopranos also just saw all of it in mm-hmm. its entirety great show mm-hmm. it was the first Can't time you saw it, it? It was the first time I saw it. Uh, I never had the ending spoiled for me, which was wow, awesome. wow. How was that watching that? I've never actually met someone who hasn't doesn't know about that ending. I thought I was watching it in the dark, oh, and I man. straight up thought I lost power. I was like, "What the fuck, what the <laughs> fuck just happened?" <laughs> that is so impressive. I just always assume people just knew. Even as a kid, like when it, I remember when it first came out, my parents watched The Sopranos and they were talking about it. So I knew about that ending before I knew like anything else. Before I like even really watched TV as a kid. Like, <laughs> I guess my first intro into TV was like The Sopranos finale. Yeah. It's just so my... sad. I really wish I had watched that with all of you because I watched it all the way through during quarantine right after bojack horseman actually are you serious yeah i watched it like in back last year year ago i actually finished it and um like right after bojack i was like oof i I need something lighter yeah Yeah. like it's really it's like a really funny show like it's not that oh no but i i completely understand yeah Yeah. but i binged the whole way i was like i need to talk to somebody about this and uh i was just going for and that's when i listened to talking sopranos the podcast oh, yeah. so now i'm like i can't stand it. i'm like i need a break from sopranos right now yeah. good that's good you do it maybe you could write for maybe a kid's show that's themed like the sopranos like a yeah, kid, make the kids sopranos. baby sopranos yeah. <laughs> yeah soprano babies baby yeah. the boss baby the boss yeah the boss baby but it stars tony, tony soprano tony soprano the baby i love the boss baby yeah yeah, can't, can't stop thinking about the boss baby. <laughs> I can't stop thinking that finale of the boss baby dude yeah, it cuts to black it cuts to black what happened to that boss watch listen man there's stuff that I watch that everyone doesn't like that I'm like this is fun like what, <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I mean this this uh, this movie has some not so great moments I want to preface this but I really do like the cat in the hat movie I think it's so oh the one with um uh, Mike yeah. Myers. I think oh, it's, it's so stupid in like a way that I'm like, this is I like this. This is insane. This is this like is good. Like it's not like it is not a good movie. Like no. I know that I'm not crazy, but I do like watching that movie. Yeah, they really destroyed that book. Like they yeah. really, yeah, they really like, fucked it up. We just what if we just uh, this book? No, no, no. no. <laughs> we got a we got a dirty movie we have in mind oh man um, yeah this is pretty not for kids like they're like how do we relate this to adults i do think actually well now I, i'm i'm excited because i'm on dr seuss but uh i do think the uh if you've ever seen the green eggs and ham adaptation on netflix i think no that's the best. i didn't know that's an actual adaptation it's the best dr seuss like 
thing I've ever watched. It's way, it's so good. It's like, yeah, it's so fun. There's like, they do like a line of dialogue from the book in every episode. So Mm -hmm. like halfway through the episode, he's like, I would not, could not on a boat. And then they'll just continue with the episode. That's good. I'll check it out. I didn't know there was a green eggs in him. That's like my favorite of his as a kid i don't think i had like any real opinion of it at the time it's like just a thing for me to watch but yeah man yeah. it's appropriate well i think there's i think there's a lot of that with like stuff you watch as a kid and then you watch it as an adult you're like oh i like i'm obsessed with this even though you're like this is not good like mm-hmm. like <laughs> like like ironically though, yeah yeah exactly like cat i mean cat in the hat like i watched it as a kid i was like I didn't, you know, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And then as an adult, you watch it and it's like, oh, I'm like watching a train wreck happen in front of my eyes, but I like <laughs> enjoy watching this happen in front of my eyes. It's weird. I saw this recently and I really hated it, but I also loved it. It was Grown Ups. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the Grown Ups films? Of course. I've seen Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups uh... 2, man. Those are hard to sit through. Those are, t- <laughs> oh, man. Just like. It's just, just when you think like you can't make a movie, it's, yeah, Adam Sandler is really, was trying to torture me with those, but I do. (laughs) But you like, like them. You like them, like, yeah, sure, whatever. Norbit. Yeah. Oh, man, man, that's a rough one. We watched that in quarantine. Uh, Oh, oh, really? Some of the Discord people, yeah. I think we all agreed that we didn't love that movie, but the turkey ass joke was very funny. (laughs) (laughs) It killed Eddie Murphy's chances of an Oscar that year. I know, I heard. That's like, yeah. Because it was released the same time as in Dreamgirls. Which I think, like, it sucks because, like, it was also like the movie he wanted to make. Right. It's like, so like that's brutal. Like imagine you make something that you're like, oh man, I really want to make this. I think this is gonna be the funniest thing in the world. Uh and then everybody fucking despises it. Like That, that is cr- yeah. That is crazy. That is the movie he wanted to make. Yeah. It's like when it's like when Adam Sandler movies, you know, after he did Uncut Gems, he was like, I'm gonna take I'm gonna after getting snubbed for that, he's like, I'm going to make the worst fucking movies now because of this. And he made like, you know, there's a future in there too in making just bad movies that like in 10 years, people like grown men will like yeah. and appreciate. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I do think like, yeah, I mean, as, as dumb as a lot of those movies are, I do think he like hacked it. Like he's, you know, mm-hmm. he makes a lot of money. He gets to do fun artistic projects if he wants to. And like, I don't know. He did it. <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah. One day we'll make those shitty. <laughs> yeah, please. It'll go from like it'll, the the dream. It starts with you just being like, I just want to make a children's TV show, and it cuts to you like, yeah. Norbit Seven. You know. Yeah, yeah I want to make. <laughs> I want to make kid. No, I want to make ba- Norbit Baby. Just like a movie that will make you a lot of money, though. Yeah. Because yeah, the kids will be watching it. Do it. Um, 
me and my friend Seth, who's in the Discord, we both really like Kingdom Hearts, and it's nice to have a friend who I can talk about that game with, because I feel like a lot of people that I know personally write it off, which is, like, fair. I'm not gonna, like, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of batshit stuff that happens in that game, even though I love it. Um, and I think it's nice that I have someone that I can talk about this crazy game with that also really likes it. And I, mm -hmm. you know, I think about that a lot. Um, yeah, it's real nice. I don't know. It's nice to share a bond over something you like. Yeah. Video games is definitely a real, a great way to bond with somebody <laughs> over oh, yeah. connect to. It's how I made friends in as a kid, and I guess still now. I just I'm I'm still like getting still haven't gone over the fact of like video games. Like I definitely think I should be advertising this show for people that if they want to bring in their video games, <laughs> I like say yeah. memes before video games. You know, you got um, your first gamer on the show. First gamer. All right, see how he does. All right, <laughs> gamers are canceled. Gamer who likes Cat in the Hat or uh, yeah, Cat in the yeah, Hat. Canceled. Yeah, yeah. I think I consider you like maybe the first friend I've made over the internet I've ever made. That's beautiful. Which is, isn't that a beautiful thing? Yeah. So, yeah, first first internet friend. It's been good. So I guess the final question to close us off is, what is a piece of advice, you know, inspirational quote, thing you want to share with your new best friends? Because everybody listening to this podcast now is now your best friend. You know, I... I... I really thought about this and I thought one thing that I wish other people would know mm -hmm. is um, if you, as long as what you like, isn't like super problematic, you know, like mm -hmm. if it is, then other people very much have the right to hate on it. Like, like I think you should like what you like and like, don't let it hurt you. If somebody is like, you know, Oh, that's objectively the worst thing I've ever seen, you know? Yeah. Like, like obviously like cat in the hat please dunk on that like no one should like that like, yeah I, I i feel sick for liking that movie <laughs> but but like but like you know i i think like I, I think it's very easy at least for me to take it personally if somebody doesn't like something i really liked and mm -hmm. i think just like you know don't take it personally like mm -hmm. enjoy what you like just because they don't like it doesn't mean it's terrible you know yeah yeah, it's so objective. That's a good that's a good piece of advice, especially now when people are just creating things. It's like at least you did something. You know, it's better to do something than nothing, you know? Yeah. I'm just proud of what you did, you know, the you know, who gives a fuck if like someone on Twitter or a mutual friend or someone's like I can't stand this. Yeah. I can't stand like, I can't. fuck you for liking that. <laughs> fuck Which, you. Which I mean I've done before. Oh yeah. I'm not, prou I'm not proud of it, you know. I'm trying to do it less, but yeah, I'm trying to be even less judgy. In the world of Twitter, yeah. we it's either everything feels like black or white, like it's good or bad. Yeah, and even in the gray area, it's like, well, you gotta think through. You know, you know, it's why can't we just say we love Cat in the Hat? Just say you like Cat in the Hat. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay, no, Josh. No, no. Just say it's no, a good movie. No, <laughs> Josh likes Cat in the Hat. Josh Please likes sexual jokes me. to children. Josh likes exposing children to inappropriate sex jokes. Yeah, just just the weirdest, horniest jokes. Horniest jokes uh, <laughs> that are taken out. Because even Shrek has some funny. Like at one point, he goes like donkey. Yeah, but he's Shrek, like, Shrek but, does but it tastefully. Does tastefully. Classy like, about it. He goes. Um, in, I think in Shrek two, when donkey turns into a horse, he's like, "Damn!" He's like, "Damn, I look sexy." Or something yeah. like yeah. that. And uh, that was the first time I think as a kid I saw I like understood what the word sexy meant you know yeah 
It's like a birds and the bees uh, conversation, but oh yeah, he's like, oh, that's what sexy means. <laughs> There's always that. I was also the movies. Actually, you know, a movie I, I was thinking of that is also like a train wreck, but I also enjoy is Garfield. You know those Garfield movies oh, that Bill yeah, Murray of course, did. Of course, man. Um, those are rough. Those are like tough. <laughs> Those are like genuinely horrible movies, um, and Bill Murray himself hates them. I was almost going to say the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies, but I genuinely hate those movies. I genuinely <laughs> like not even ironic. Oh, bad. It's so just funny. like, man, this is just not. How can even kids? I'm like, how can a kid like this movie? Yeah. It's. I don't so think I've wrong. ever seen them. So no need. This, there's I'm no. Putting it on my list. I, yeah, I put watched, on your list. Criterion. I once would jokingly put on. I I went through a period of my life where I would jokingly put on Bad Day, the Alvin and the Chipmunks cover of Bad Day. And oh, then yeah. I started unironically <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> okay, I guess this is what I'm doing now. Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't listened to that version, but oh man, it's... the con- even just the concept I don't understand. It's like speed up songs. Like I mean, songs it was a that, novelty. Like a... It was a it was a joke record. Like yeah. it's crazy that they even made a whole. But like now we're gonna make millions of dollars off. <laughs> but anyway, so you're not alone in that with Ken the Hat because even Alvin Chipmunk, it's like it's not like horny jokes but they're just all like lady you know they're like walk into a room with a suit and like yeah an actual like adult woman will be like hey you know like hey it's uh, it's chipmunk you know how is that any different than in b movie when jerry the b falls in love with a human being tries to procreate with a which was less bad but also just a meme but not a meme because it's awesome like shrek but just a meme because it's just crazy i don't know so anyways my the point is josh and I guess maybe what you're trying to say with your story is like, if they can write those things, then and make a lot of money and and have like a fan base with them, then you can do anything. Don't let anyone oh, stop sure. you. Damn, that's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. That's what I. Yes, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yes, George. Thank you so much, Josh. Okay. I will see you on the Discord. Keep writing, and keep uh, keep. Uh... <laughs> Keep playing those video games. Hell yeah, man. One day. Your best friend Edan is produced and hosted by me, Edan, artwork by Marshalevi, music clips are by The Avalanches, Kiki Okabe, Patrick Carney, and from Adventure Time. Special thank you to Josh for being such a fun guest, so be sure to follow my Insta at your Dunn for updates on the show and for info for how to get on it. Stay safe, and I'll see y'all soon. I'll share